All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Own Your Journey podcast. Our guest for this episode is Garrett Frechette, San Diego State Commit and Perfect Game All-American. Garrett, thanks a lot for your time. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so let's let's talk about your baseball journey. How did you get started playing this game? Who is your the person to put the ball in your hand? Um, I don't know. Probably I'd have to say my mom. Um, back in like kindergarten or first grade, around there when I was like five or six, I think I was five. Um, my mom just kind of like right down the street, a local little league, and I was just like, yeah. I mean, I didn't really know how the game was and how it like how you did it and stuff. So my mom and dad just kind of showed me like how to play and I just started playing and haven't, haven't stopped since been loving it. And yeah. So love that. Love that. So is baseball your only sport? Are you playing multiple sports or what's your uh, interest outside of baseball sports are not related? Um, Before like um, beginning of high school, I played basketball and then a little earlier before that in middle school, I was playing football. Um, I'd have to say basketball was probably like something else that I really enjoyed, but, um, I thought I, I like should take uh, baseball. Like I just considered that as like my main, like coming into high school, I was like, all right, I really want to focus on baseball. So that was something mm-hmm. that I kind of decided. And then, I mean, other than like sports, like hobbies, like I love to do, I love doing yoga, just staying flexible. Cause I feel like that's a really big part of like my game and that, that really helps. And yeah, so. So what do you think happened when you stopped playing the other sports? I think you stopped playing really at a pivotal time, you know, kind of towards the beginning of high school. You made the decision to double down on baseball. What impact did it have being an active youth, like I guess before high school? Do you like talk about the potential impact that that had into the athlete that you are now? And what happened when you gave up that the other activities to really focus on baseball? Um. Well, I mean, I, I knew that, I, I mean, baseball was my favorite sport and I wanted to, I really wanted to play at the next level. I was like, all right, like, this is what I want to do. I want to, I want to be able to play in college and if I can go play professionally. And yeah, so, I mean, I really buckled down and was like, all right, like, this is, this is it. And I mean, the other sports were fun, but I mean, when I played baseball, it was just like the love for the game is like, it's just, I just love it so much. So that was when it really took off and yeah, so. I got you. So let's fast forward then from, you know, kind of your youth to, I guess, eighth grade, freshman year of high school. Where were you as a player? You you mentioned your goal to play in college. Where were you as a player athletically? And from an ability standpoint, were you mediocre? Were you below average, above average? And how did you how did you get to the point? How do you how did you go from wherever you were then to, you know, committed to San Diego State in a perfect game All-American? Um, honestly, like my freshman year in high school, um, I was just looking to make the team. I was, I was just, I would, I'd have to say I was an average, maybe almost like maybe a little above, above average, but average player, not nobody special. And, um, just, I remember, I mean, my sophomore year in high school, I, I didn't even make varsity. And that was, that was a really pivotal moment for me. Um, that's when I kind of just said, all right, like I just put my head down and I was like, all right, I got to get to work, got to get in the weight room, got to just got to get better. I tried to dedicate, like, just put like one, one thing a day to just, just go up the ladder in the game and just get better. And I feel like that really, that really got me to where I am now. So. I think that's really interesting. I I think what I've noticed spending more and more time, like, especially down at Jupiter um, and whatnot around 
you know, players of your caliber, the yeah. All-Americans, the, the early commits, is it's a, a different mindset where, so you were a sophomore and you did not make the varsity team. I, did I, not, I feel yeah. like, I feel like a lot of people listening to this are probably in a similar position where they might not even be making the JV team, yeah. you know, like they might, they might be still getting cut, but yeah. I, I want to dive a little bit deeper into kind of the mental side of it. Like the physical side's obvious. Like, okay, you got cut. You needed to physically get better. But what was going on in your mind when that happens? We all know the story of Michael Jordan getting cut and he becomes Michael Jordan. Do yeah. you feel like maybe it was one of the best things that could have happened to you that no you doubt. didn't make? The- yeah, no doubt. I mean, I talk a little I, bit about that. I feel like um, if that wouldn't have happened to me, like working hard, like, I mean, I mean, I feel like in life, like just outside of baseball, you can't have things handed to you. And especially in this game, like you can't have things handed to you. You got to work for it. And when I didn't like I remember the night when they sent out the roster and I I didn't see my name on the list, I was just absolutely shocked. And I was just like, wow, like, do I really want this? Like, do I really want to want to like, like, I don't know. It was just a really big moment for me. And I was really bombed. And I was like, I mean, I was like, I could quit and just be over it or I could. I could step up and just get better every day and not who cares what other other people think and just just keep grinding and get better. So it was honestly, it was something that was good that happened to me because I don't think I'd be where I'm at now if it wouldn't. Have, so, no, I totally agree. And me personally, I mean, I was definitely not the caliber you were, um, but, you know, I didn't make the varsity team my freshman year and it was devastating. Yeah. Um, you know, I ended up transferring high schools. You know, I blamed it on the the coaches, politics, you know, kind of the normal stuff. Yeah, definitely. And, That's always there. Right. And and it definitely made me work harder. You know, I did go to like a I went from public to private school and whatnot, but mm-hmm. you know, my my point in sharing that and my point in asking you about this is I feel like that's major that's what happens to a lot of us, almost everybody, you definitely. know? Like and you kind of have to go through those moments. Talk about so that moment where you got cut. I just want to ask one or two more questions about that. Like, yeah. do you think it helped you as a person? So, like, talk about did it impact you at all academically, socially? Like, I have to imagine maybe if your expectation was to make it and you didn't, I have to imagine maybe it, it even shifted you socially a little bit where maybe it hurt your confidence or motivated you. Talk about like the other impacts where maybe it led to better habits, better process, rituals. Yeah. Uh, kind of outside of baseball. Yeah. Well, I remember, I remember when I, when it happened, going to school the next day was really, really hard for me. I almost didn't even want to go. I remember talking to my mom. I was like, mom, I don't want to go to school. Like, cause I was, I was like really sure I was going to make it. Like I was, I'm, I was like, all right, I'm going to make varsity. And that didn't happen. And it was like, wow, it was just a shocking moment for me. And I just remember, okay, like when it happened, like, all right, just, just congratulate all the other players you made. Cause like, I mean, a bunch of my friends made it and I didn't, it was just, and, um, I, I mean, just gotta just congratulate them and just, and then just from there go to work. And I remember from that point on, I was like, all right, I'll, I mean, I remember really, really my, one of my main goals was wanting to be a perfect game all American. And that's something I always, I'd always write, I, like I had it up in my room, like a pictures of it. And I just, I mean, I feel like if you really want something in life and you want to achieve it, you just gotta, you gotta think about it every day and you gotta really use your head to manifest it. And that's something that really, really works well for me is you just manifest your goals. You can, you can make them come true. So. Man. Yeah. It kind of gives me the chills here to talk about it because like I can see, cause I was there and I, I think probably a lot of people listening 
see themselves maybe not being specifically a perfect game all American, but we all have like goals and aspirations. And you actually, we're sitting here now talking about this after you did it. And it's, it's always amazing to hear stuff like that. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's unreal to, to like be able to look at pictures. Like, I mean, I remember when I was a little freshman watching like all the players in that game playing and I was just like, wow, like I want to do that one day. And just to see me being selected for it was just, it was a dream come true. Yes. Yeah. So that is unbelievable. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, for the people out there, just yeah, it's just if you want we if you want something, you just got to work for it. So, because it's really so, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So, how do you go from? So we're still kind of in this sophomore year. You you got cut, and then we're kind of jumping to the conclusion. You do become a, an all American. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that happened between probably the the one to two years where that that happened. Yes, definitely. What? So let's talk specifics. What adjustments did you make to improve baseball wise? And also what I'm curious about as a follow up to that, I have to imagine there's sacrifices that your personal life, your social life took that I know I had to make just to play D1 baseball. I never became an All-American, but I know the sacrifice it took. So I just would love to hear kind of that two part question. Like, what did you do differently to go from cut to this vision that you had? Yeah. And what, what did you have to cut out? Not add, like, obviously you have to add stuff, but like, what did you cut out of your life uh, uh, that helped yeah. you make that jump? I really think a big thing for me was like, um, hanging around the right people, people who want to, want to do big things and want to, want to succeed and, um, want to get better, like surrounding myself with friends who want to, want to get better and want to play at the next level and stuff like that. Um, and when I, when I did that, I kind of made an adjustment from that too. And, um, like I'd always, we'd always do stuff like, like we play baseball together, just try to get better every day. And that's something that really, that, that was something that was really big for me. And I mean, people, I mean, everybody's going to be going out and stuff and hanging out. And I feel like there's always somebody out there that's always trying to get better at that time. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear that. Talk a little bit about what, what, so what's your routine right now? Like, so you're obviously committed, you're an all American. What uh, what are you doing to get better on a daily basis to prepare to play at the next level, whether that's the draft or San Diego State or, you know, both at some point? Yeah, um, I I mean, every day I'm just trying, like I said earlier, like I think of it as just a little little pedestal or like a little ladder. You're just trying to climb up that ladder just a little bit each day. And if you could, if I can just do that every day, I'll be happy. I mean. I feel like a main thing lately has been like my nutrition, just the way I'm eating, just like taking care of my body and, and all that. Um, yeah, like I feel like what I eat and like before I play and stuff, like that has a big impact on how I play. So I don't know if you, right. you noticed. Yeah. So definitely nutrition. No, I got and, you. Yeah. Totally. Um, so what I'm also interested is for a lot of people who end up in your position, it's, you know, early commitment, it's freshman commitment, it's, you know, eighth grade commitment even. So you were cut sophomore year. Talk about your recruiting process. I would love to know how do you end up at San Diego State? What made you pick San Diego State? What did you do to get your name out there after being cut? Um, I think that'd be really valuable um, because you certainly have had a different journey than a lot of, you know, players you're probably playing with at the level that you're at now. Yeah, definitely. Um I mean, Sandy, I'm, 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 I'm from San Diego. So, and, and the, the bond with the coaches, they, I really had a good connection with them and I felt like I was loved where I was going and they, they showed a lot of support. And I mean, I, getting support was a big thing for me. And like, 
I just want to play where I'm, I'm getting, getting that support and where the coach, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to go somewhere where they're like, kind of, they kind of like you, but you know what I mean? In that, in that aspect. But yeah, I feel like where I'm, where I'm loved and San Diego state was a big, big thing for me. So. Right. And so how did you get the coach's attention? You know, I understand being local, that definitely helps, but there might be someone listening to this who, you know, lives in Gainesville, Florida and wants to go to UF. Like, how do they get, even if they're local, how did you get your name on their radar? Yeah. Um, I feel like, like locally playing with, like trying to, trying to play on the best local team you can get on and just being, just playing a lot, just trying to, trying to get your name out there. You just, I mean, you gotta, you gotta play to get your name out there. So just playing every day. And, um, yeah, I feel like that's a big thing. Like if you want people to see you, you obviously got to play and you gotta, you gotta stay consistent and, um, yeah, it all, it all comes down to if you how bad you really want it. So you got to make those sacrifices if you if you want to end up playing D one and yeah, right. Talk a little bit about the um, the academic side of what you've had to go through. Was the academic piece important at all? You know, when you were talking to San Diego State and and maybe other schools, how often did it come up? Mm-hmm. And uh, what talk a little bit if you, if you're able to talk a little bit about your academic situation and. Uh, either success or failures that you've had and kind of how that's impacted, uh, you know, where you ended up. Yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, grades haven't always been like really hard for me. I mean, I've just been like an average B, B to A student, never really gotten C's, but, um, that's, that's really important. I feel like, cause the first thing they'd ask me when they, um, when they were recruiting me, was like, what's your grades? And I remember they would call my coach and um, the coach, like they'd ask my coach, what's your grades and all this. And if I didn't have above a certain GPA that then they wouldn't even bother like looking at how good I was or what I, what I've done or even watching me. So like people out there like, yeah, you just got to keep your grades up. And that's, that's something that's really, really important. So it's almost like a filter. Like if you don't have the grades, you're not even going to be able to go to the next step. Even if you're for most schools, at least it's almost like, uh, the first thing that they evaluate you know, obviously, if they're evaluating your grades, they probably know you're a decent player or are at least borderline for what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's I, I can't agree more. I was just curious because every school handles it differently. And um, I wasn't sure if you had like any advice. Like, obviously, you said you're your average student. Um, yeah, I did. did Good. I feel like. um like it, it, the same thing comes with baseball. If you're, if you're cheating, if you're trying to find shortcuts in baseball, like getting better, um, you're going to do the same thing in school. Like you gotta, you gotta, I mean, a good overall athlete is getting the job done in school. And then at the same time, they're, they're doing it. Like if they're going to do shortcuts in the classroom, that's going to end up with shortcuts on the baseball field. So all in all, you got to kind of mm-hmm. just put your head down and, and I mean, it all, like I said, it all comes down to how bad you really want it. And I feel like the, right. Yeah. So. So to build to build off that exact point, what what and how are you doing to prepare yourself? I know you mentioned the nutrition. Like, is it bringing in a personal trainer? Um, I because in my opinion, it, it all comes down to like you've alluded to kind of your inner circle, who you have around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this is a obviously an important year for you. You know, your last year of high school, going into college. Yeah. What what is that like in terms of I'm sure you seem like a big vision driven guy. Like what's the vision for the player that you want to be when you show up on campus next fall? And what are you doing to chase that down? Um 
let me think um like i feel like the main thing is like just always just have fun and just stay i'm just trying to really enjoy the moment right now because i know it's it's gonna go by and, and everything flies by it seems like yesterday i was just i was a sophomore and i, I wasn't making varsity so and now i'm now i'm already a senior in high school and it's already almost over so i feel like the main thing is just just enjoy the moment and really enjoy these next five or six months and and don't i mean don't put pressure on myself just have fun and i mean yeah that's i feel like that's the main thing just keep smiling because when i'm smiling i'm I'm having fun so right yeah right um what i would love to know personally and i think would be interesting for people listening what was that moment like um you know walking out at the all-american game you know wearing the all-american jersey that was something you dreamed of talk a little bit about i know it's like a whole multiple day thing like talk about just the whole experience the game and what that meant to you and what that felt like to actually be out there yeah i mean i i was it was crazy because i mean i i I really i really appreciated it a lot more because i knew i worked for it um because i mean earlier i was nowhere near that level and um just just being there like the experience playing with playing with all those players getting I mean, getting all that gear was, was just a blessing. And it was something that like, it's kind of indescribable just getting all that gear and playing with the, the best players around. Like, um, I really appreciated it because I, I knew I worked for it. And I feel like when you work for something and, and you get it, you appreciate it like 10 times more. So, right. Um, and so to build off of that, so you mentioned you played a lot of local ball. Did you really do a lot of travel ball like throughout the recruiting process or did you really stay kind of on the West coast? Um, I, I mean, as, as I got older, like in the, I started traveling maybe sophomore year. I kind of, I went to Georgia. Um, I went to Jupiter, my, my junior, my sophomore year of summer. I didn't go this past year, but I went the year before that. I was really fun. Um, just being able, yeah. Being able to see like other parts of the country, like, without baseball, I would not have been able to do that. So it's kind of been, that's been a blessing. And so, yeah. Um, I mean, local, I mean, for San Diego state, they saw me locally and I kind of got that click right away. And I knew, I mean, staying local was, wasn't a bad idea. And where I live is, it's a beautiful place and I love it. So that was, that was another good thing. So, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely worse place places to be than San Diego. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, so I'll get I'll give you one more question and then we'll wrap up. And this is a question that we ask everyone who who comes on. But so for someone listening right now, probably in a similar position, like we've talked about a few times, um, you know, they're sophomore, junior, freshman, no interest from schools. What's one piece of advice that they can implement right now, like today, once they're done listening to this episode, this podcast, where they can start going in the right direction and build some momentum, and that could be. Uh, from a recruiting standpoint, it could be from a motivational standpoint, development, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one thing you would tell that player? And I guess that would be you, you know, two years ago. What would you want to tell yourself two uh, years ago? Um, I feel just just put your head down and, and try to get better every day. And um, I feel like the rest will take care of itself. And as long as you love what you're doing, um, there's really nothing to stop you from trying to get better at it. And when you when you keep doing something every single day, it's like, there's no way you're not going to get better. So just, just keep doing what you're doing and just have fun with it. I feel like, so that's, that's all I got. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Yeah. Um, all right. All right, Garrett. Well, we appreciate your time.
for those who have listened to this point, where can they follow you on social media? Where do you want them to follow you in terms of your journey to the next level? Um, like in, you can follow me on Instagram. That's, that's probably my main, my main social media. I don't really do, I do, I don't really do Twitter, but yeah, my Instagram. <laughs> what, uh, what is your, yeah, what, what is your uh, handle? Garrett underscore for Shet. I don't know if you want me to spell you that. I want to spell that because, yeah, you might want to spell that. <laughs> G-A-R-R-E-T-T underscore F-R-E-C-H-E-T-T-E. Awesome. Well, hopefully people follow you and follow on the journey. I know that obviously you and I have been connected and Definitely. I've been following what you're up to. And it's a lot of fun, but... uh, I really appreciate right, it. You're the man. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Thank you for the time, guys. If you enjoyed this episode of the Own Your Journey podcast, please subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. Tell your friends. Share this with someone who needs it. It will help us get the word out and you know really make this podcast mean something. But until then, signing off, we'll see you on the next episode of the Own Your Journey podcast and you know really make this podcast mean something. But until then, signing off, we'll see you on the next episode of the Own Your Journey podcast.